right, I all, you're listening to the Dynasty Bros. I'm Justine and I hail from Jamaica. So tune in and listen in. Let me see what these horns sound like. Oh, they sound good. Let's see what that palm sound like. <laughs> what's good? What's good? It's your boy DJ A Boa. This is the Dynasty Bro Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 115. Let's go. <laughs> Promoter called my phone when I left, couldn't get the pipe in. Every nigga around me having motion like a tight end. Shout out to Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Eric Ebron, TJ Hawkinson, yeah. Kyle Pitts, yeah. Dalton Schultz, yeah. uh, Dawson Knox. Yeah. All of them, you know what all I'm saying? Them. We out here, you know Every what I'm last saying? One. We out here. Hey, what's good, Brodies and Bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 110. Yeah, I thought he was gonna ad lib sooner than yeah, that. This is where you yeah. come be fancy football needs and chopping about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Die here with my co bro, yeah. Dynasty Bro Vic, aka Chief So FF here with my DJ. Yeah, yeah I'm DJ Avo. What's good? What's good? Yo, guy had two touchdowns this week. I like the Slim Reaper shirt you got on. Ooh. It only makes sense. Ooh, what kind of episode ooh. we doing today? Let him know. Hey, we talking about these rookies. What? What? Hey, we talk about these rookies. Talking about these rookies. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about these rookies and what they're doing and where we think they should be priced at as far as, you know, draft capital, whether you're going to sell or buy. So that's what we're going to yeah. do. Tell you how they've been doing, at least in our eyes. I got four guys. He got four guys. Yeah. We didn't get to discuss what he feel about his four guys. We didn't get to discuss what I feel about my four guys. Oh, yeah. Maybe we see eye to eye. Maybe we don't. I don't know sometimes with Vic. You know, sometimes we be here. We gotta figure it out. We always figure it out, though. It's different, man. Team Five took an L, man. I know, man. The energy is off right now. People was happy. Niggas celebrating. They came in like they don't won the championship just because we took our first L. We still the one seed and up three games. They trash, bro. We getting a buy. That's all that matters. Yeah. We we going to Miami doing that. We might have to sit AJ Brown, bro. (laughs) But we got we got some fire though. Yeah, we we got some fire. All right, so look, that's what we do. We're gonna talk to these rookies. We got some B team players of the week. Uh, maybe some flags on the plays. And I can't wait to do the closing. I got a I got an interesting closing, and then uh, we always start with what's the word though? The hood Tim Z with Dynasty Pro Pick. My guy, you know, it took a couple minutes. He was like, "Hey, let me pull all my news up. Make sure I'm strapped and ready." My nigga said he good, and now we getting to it. So long as everybody okay with it, let's move on to this. What's the word, baby? Let's do it, man. All right, man. We're gonna be in and out as always. This feels kind of dirty. Oh man. But you was about to talk about the baby. Well, because it's coming from TMZ Sports. But talk about the baby. Nah, I'm not. You you can. (laughs) Nah, I don't want to. But um, as far as the gesture and you know the move that was made, at least to like offer condolences, it was it was a good move. It was it was a Stand up move by this by this guy. So I do want to shout out Raiders owner Mark Davis. He actually attended the funeral um, of the car crash victim from the Henry Ruggs incident. I wish I had the young lady's name. That's the flag on the play for me for not even having the name ready. Definitely want to say her name. If you can pull it up, somebody for me on the fly. I want to acknowledge her name. But basically, um, you got it, Ava. Mark Davis attended the funeral, man. So just given you know when you're a sports organization. You essentially become a part of that community. Granted, one of the players made a boneheaded decision and, you know what I mean, caused this death and accident for the Raiders owner to, to pull up to the funeral. That speaks volumes, you Miss, know what I'm saying? Uh, Miss, Miss uh, Tina. Yeah. I Tina, don't wanna... Tina Tentor. So uh, <laughs> make she rest in peace. But Al Davis attended the funeral um, to offer condolences. So I just thought that was a stand-up move. All right. Any other thoughts, comments, or y'all good? No, I respect that. Yeah, I mean, stand up move, man. It, it was. He, he did I not like have it to was, do that, so I, I respect it. Yeah, I feel like it was one of. I, I, man, I don't know. I feel like that is one of the guys that you pay, and you you pay multi million dollars. Where like you know you, he he represents your brand, your organization. Right. Yeah. So to go pull up, you know, I feel like this damn near is it, like he didn't have to do. It. You don't have to do nothing in this world, but right. I feel like it was a necessity for. You know what he was standing for as a brand, so yeah, I'm glad he went. Though I that's concur. cool, man. It was some question marks too. Even moving the team to Vegas, like can a franchise handle a city like Vegas? But at the end of the day, these are grown men. Like it can go out and get wild in any city. Um, Facts. So can't really just put it on Vegas. Facts. You just gotta, you know, have self control and 
put yourself in better situations. But let's keep it pushing, man. <laughs> Shout out to the Bleach Report Gridiron. So uh, the Rams, they loaded up on offense. Offense was fire, you know, going into this uh, matchup, going to the Monday night game. So they had Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, Robert Woods, Daryl Henderson. But, of course, Friday we heard about, you know, the season-ending injury for Robert Woods. And then Odom Beck Odom Beckham comes in. Odom Beckham. Odom. Odom Beckham. Odell Beckham comes Come to town. <laughs> Look, man, just Come go to show me. You can't man. just throw the ball down there because Odell down there somewhere, man. So it was funny, man. I saw this little <laughs> meme with like the little Scooby Doo face. They like ripped it off and showed like Jerry Goff. <laughs> that shit was kind of funny. All right, man. Let's keep it pushing, man. So if you guys didn't know, I saw this on NFL memes. That's another good account to follow. They always just be with the shits, man. But Basically, the Carolina Panthers are currently paying Cam Newton's replacement, Cam Newton's replacement replacement, and for Cam Newton to replace his own replacement. So they're talking about Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> they got rid of Cam, brought in Bridgewater, shipped him off, then they brought in Darnold. Darnold got – is he hurt? Yeah, he's not even right now. Oh, Scott Bueller. So, so we okay. talked about that last week. Okay, okay. But Cam's back at the end of the day. So if you guys can see, got right back to it, hitting the end zone and letting everybody know he's back. He deserved that fine, bro. I'm glad he got it. I'm glad he took his helmet <laughs> off and said, hey, I'm back. He yeah. deserved it, bro. They try to ban that man out the league, bro. He yes. he deserved something, bro. Serious. Even if they didn't want to play him, bro, put him on. He deserved to be, like, on a payroll some way, shape, or form, bro. And he's getting rushed with the one. So he might start this week. But I saw this uh, tweet. They was like, I didn't expect Cam to sound like that. That shit was just kind of funny. In my defense, PJ Walker didn't look bad. Heads up. Okay, he was leading. Like, nah, he was marching them. I think he was able to get down there and make them touchdowns. I'll be watching red zone, but of course they show the touchdowns. But I'll be catching right. these naps too. I think so. he was like twenty-two or twenty-nine. He didn't get to get no scores or anything. <laughs> he didn't get to get no scores or anything hey, because too. Cam got some scores. <laughs> That's but like, <laughs> if I hate him. round and round, round we go. If PJ man. Walker would have got them, uh, if Philip Walker would have got them touchdowns instead of Cam, we would have been talking about how good of a week he would have. So just throwing that out there. All right. Anything else you guys want to throw in for uh, what's the word? Uh, it's a vibe, right? How would you, now that the Patriots are playing good, would y'all love to see a Belichick Tom Brady Super Bowl? No. Why not? I don't want to see New England. In the Super Bowl with a rookie Mac Jones, he's um, he's balling, but I don't think he's Super Bowl balling. No, I, I still want it to be Green Bay. I'd rather see Kyler or Green Bay against who? Oh, uh, you know what? Against Tom. No, no, no. Well, I'm talking about NFC Championship. I do think Tom Brady's gonna be back in the Super Bowl, but AFC's wide open, man. I can't even call it. I think it would be pretty entertaining to see Belichick playing Tom Brady in the championship. I mean, the AFC's wide open. After everything they done went through, them niggas, now they meeting in the Super Bowl. We would have a lot to talk about. So I'm really, it would be you know, very I'm interesting. Not, I'm not against it. You know what I mean? <laughs> We've already seen Tom Brady going there, and, you know, it was it was a chess match. I remember they played them tight. So, All right, anything else you guys want to add? Uh, what you want to do? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, I ain't got nothing. You got something done? Nah, I ain't got nothing. Got I just wanted to talk. I, I brought up my little question. Any flags on the plays? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and flag myself for a different reason than normal. Okay, okay. What you got, Ava? Look, man. Um, I would say don't underestimate the people in your league. Don't underestimate them. My sister-in-law is winning this league, man, and I see why. Like she's quick on shit. Like she she knows her shit. She actually told me, little Avery. She said y'all might need to have me on the podcast. And I'm looking at how she's number one. She grabbed AJ Dillon with a quickness right after the Aaron Jones injury. I'm like, oh yeah, she knows her shit. No or or the issue shit. is, we sit here every week and tell Ava I'll who be, to grab. Nah, bro. I be, bro, what y'all don't know is I be on my phone. That's why I be on the phone the whole redraft episode. What do you think I'm doing? Put these claims <laughs> in. We get our own players. So that's why I was like, but I just wanted to say, man, flag on myself for underestimating for not being anybody. No, nah, just for underestimating. I'm like, yo, I got I should win this league. Don't get me wrong. I'm up there. I'm number two. Bro, she's number one, and I see why. All right, invite, I see man. why. Shout out to her, man. All right, invite the sis. And I'm going to piggyback on not underestimating people in your league, because clearly I got a team that's supposed to win out. If I told y'all my lineup, my roster, I'd be like, how are you losing? I told Vic I was going to kick his ass. He in between. I don't know if I want to win a championship or rebuild. That's the team, and he beat me this week. 
bro every week is something new bro Kamara ended up going out out of nowhere chubb got the COVID leave barkley still wasn't coming back i'm like robert woods got hurt to acl all this happened last week every top top of the week i'm always excited about like my roster i'm like damn finally my guy's back and then probably around like wednesday or thursday something stupid been happening every single week so just don't ever get too big-headed. This time you did yourself in, though. My guy left a trade out there, and a trade went down in the middle of the game. So, You know what's funny? Vic agreed with what Sleeper did, but even OG Mike was the one who did the trade with me and agreed on my side. Like, once a player is locked, and it's like that anywhere else, once a player is locked, the whole trade just doesn't process. Like, it shouldn't have been able to pull guys in and out. I think the trade should have still went down, but it sh- did OG Mike still get um, his points since yeah. he did, like, the roster spot? He was able to get anybody that he had in, in his trade that he had in. Oh. Just, once once that locked into his lineup, then he should have been able to get my guys on. And I told him, I, I think it's foul because he – so, like, if, if I can't get all the guys on my team from his team, he shouldn't have been able to play but, his guys that were there and – he would have been able to play Josh Jacobs. Imagine you, bro. Imagine you going into the final week of the championship and a nigga bust a trade before a four o'clock game. Well, championship trade down. Oh. Well, dynasty, dynasty no. ain't yeah. like that. Imagine a dude busting a trade with a guy with all right, I've already played my one o'clock game and he locked, but uh I still oh. trade a four o'clock guy just to make the trade even. And somebody beat you and kick you out the playoffs just because he was able to squeeze a guy in. Uh, first off, okay, I'm okay. not. I was trying to catch what was going on here. I'm, I'm, like, I'm gonna make sure. So look, I know the rule of thumb is, of course, it's dynasty you trade whenever. But at the end of the day, most people don't leave trades on the table when a game's starting for this very reason. And also, this is my first time seeing a trade go down in the middle of a game. So I would expect it to see if you got a one o'clock guy in. You can still trade him, but you get the one o'clock guy's points since he was in your roster. Right. You still have four o'clock guys. Basically, you have a combination of one o'clock and four o'clock guys. So, yeah, the one o'clock game's already started and you traded for a one o'clock guy. I don't think you should be able to put him in your lineup. But the four o'clock guys should be able to sustain play yet. So, this was just kind of messy all around. Just giving you got one o'clock guys and four o'clock guys, and the nah, guy already locked in the one o'clock guy. Nah, you gotta you gotta shut down. Yeah, those, you know what I mean. In my opinion, you gotta shut yeah. down those trades on Sunday. Yeah, like like at one o'clock, trades have to be they can't be able well, to nah, process but, until nah, Tuesday. Nah, nah. My Sunday. thing is, I think that's, that's a glitch that's on sleeper because one, yeah. I I only think I don't think Vic, I don't think a bunch of people agree with Vic's side. I think people ain't gonna pull their trade in Dynasty because if they need that trade, they don't just need it for that week. They right. need that trade for their team. No, so I'm, I'm not for the trade going. I know, but like I'm saying, like once certain guys are locked and already playing, that's in any league I've ever been in, not just sleeper, Yahoo, MFL. The trade won't process until the next day, even if I trade in the middle. If one guy is locked, the trade is valid, but all the guys don't transfer until after that week is over. Because certain guys are already one guy out there trade is even if it's just one guy out there trade is locked. The whole whole trade is locked until the processing era. I mean, little moment is over. That's how I thought it should have been. Even though they're pretty, they pretty good about yeah, like even, bugs and fixes. And yeah, I mean back. it's. But I t- like I told Vic, that's, that's something that I'll take the L because I make dynasty trades. I didn't need trades for that week. I took the L like a man. Like I don't care about that trade. I don't even care. But that yeah. is a glitch in the system. Yeah, it is a glitch in the for system sure. to me. Still though, that's my uh, opinion. That's wild. Okay. But now either. that I know the glitch. Nigga, if I get to the week, <laughs> nigga, last week before playoffs, and I can squeeze off uh Dalvin Cook before four o'clock, nigga, I'm doing the shit. That's hey, just you find yeah. out things like that. You, you should win, be able you to lose. trade for Dalvin if it's not four o'clock yet. Just like what's the difference between trading for a guy on Wednesday and they get, ain't played their game yet to trading for a guy who ain't played his game on Sunday night? Same but, thing. Because I still think it's cheating. Because if How Mike, cheating? because no, listen, if Mike still, if Mike didn't have a one o'clock guy, I'm telling you, like if Mike didn't have a one o'clock guy. Last week, if I play a guy that's already played and I'm like, shit, I still need Dalvin. I'm about to trade for him right now. I'm just going to pull a guy out my flex right now. Even if a guy's locked, he's still going to go through and I can still I bet play you that I bet you would have played out different if the 1 o'clock games had ended and you did this trade, meaning the points would have stuck for the 1 o'clock game since it already ended. It would have traded and it would have said off roster for the 1 o'clock game because it was completed. I mean, it still said it anyways, but – this one was just tricky because it was in the middle of a one o'clock game. Hey, I'm staying away from these situations. I'm not. I'm just not gonna put myself in that situation. That's, That's just me. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. But like I said, I don't pull it off the board because I don't make trades for one week. 
Nah, yes. I, I get it. You don't yeah. make a trade for one week, but it impacts you this week, though. Oh, so, I ain't tripping. If 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 one week by a glitch in the system get me out the playoffs, that's on me and my oh, team, bro. One back. week shouldn't make it break your team. Part so I ain't gonna blame it on this. You kick my ass, bro, like a like like a real G. I don't even care though. At the end of the day, I'm still in the middle. I might fuck around, get sixth seed, fifth seed, and Nah, man. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do with this. I'm league. winning out, bro. Fuck these. But niggas. I don't care, man. I won the first year, so I'm, you know, either way, I'm good. <laughs> so, my nigga living. So in the, fuck y'all right nigga, back at you. My nigga living in the past. He don't hey. even know I'm about to end this motherfucker. He ain't gonna even get to play his young guys out because I'm about to end this league. Oh, <laughs> uh, my young guys ready to go though. All right, man. Let's keep pushing, man. Gotta um, keep the push. All right. Any flags? Yeah. yeah nah. Nah, I ain't gonna nah. flag. All right. My flag go to uh, John Gruden. He's suing the NFL after his private emails was leaked to the media. Basically, uh, he says Roger Goodell shouldn't be allowed to act like a dictator. Fans need to know the truth behind what happened. So, you giving him a flag for this? Who? John Cruz. Yeah. I think I would sue and just be like shit and leak everybody email. I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't that's be sacrificed. That's, that's how I would feel. This whole so like I ain't. Awesome. I ain't mad at him, especially if he knows like this is how majority of the league talk and he done been uh-huh. in parts of emails where it's not just him. I would feel that type of way. I feel that way at work. Motherfucker done wrote me up. I'd be like, well, I hope you wrote up everybody else that was late today. Because if not, nigga, we gonna have an issue. Racism, being late, yeah, it's like. Oil no, I'm just water. talking about issues in I general. Know, I'm know, saying if he know there's 29 other motherfuckers in his spot that yeah. are being racist, yeah. but yeah. he's the only one being called out. It's yeah. just like, bro, he, I should be able to be like, hey, then, then just leak all, all the emails. emails. Yeah, leak all do. the emails. I mean, but that should be a given on releasing. But they already said they're not. But yeah. but clearly, John Green went talking to himself. So. <laughs> but I think I think. But I think suing, I think suing and taking it to a higher place is how shit does get leaked. Yeah. So that's I think that's the process that he's okay. going through. So it's like uh, they I don't they, discovery. Yeah, they can say no, but if you make it legal, then I think they're gonna get to a point where they can investigate and have to look up under them things too. All so right. he might make it to where, bro, this the NFL might be improving if shit like this go through and happen, bro. You get all these racist motherfuckers up out of here. To be honest, Which is a lot of so okay, but I don't I don't disagree with the flag. Y'all 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 open me up. To a different perspective. Originally, I came in here on some look at this white this privilege. Some entitled ass <laughs> this shit. Entitled ass shit. Yeah, and honestly, I get which, outed which, for hey, it it, even if it is, some, even if it is some entitled shit. That's which how I was it probably at it is. I came out, it, like, look at this. It probably is entitlement, but I got outed for being. But with him being entitled to making this move, I think some better can come out of it I because it. if it yeah, do yeah. get released throughout whatever he does in his suing NFL. It might make for a better league, like all these black guys that can't get coaching positions that deserve it. We might be able to find out why they not getting it. Like it's so much ooh, coming out from this, bro. I ain't think about that. So we might get the real feeling spill on the cap yeah, situation bro. and all this ooh. other stuff. All right, man. Um, that's all I got. Um, any yeah. you want to get to the injuries? Yeah, let's get into the injuries, man. Uh, so this is what we got. We got, we, bro. How you feel about Kyler, man? He's been banged up. Uh, it's just one of those scary things, bro. This is what happened last year. He came, he played like the number one QB for so long, and then once he started getting banged up, he just went downhill. He made the offense go downhill. It's just one of those things where you're going to be concerned about because, you know, he always come in all on the smaller side. They always bring that up, and they let him run a lot and improvise on the fly. Now this is another, you know, year going into ankle issues and things like that. Do you think this can be a situation where it's like, look, we have to find a way to keep him grounded because – the, the way he keep moving out of pocket is getting him hurt. Bro, to be honest, I feel like he has to play this week. And again, it's a division game against Seattle. But but then again, on the flip side, I wouldn't be surprised if they sat him because then they got to buy, bring him back against Chicago and then L.A. to really, you know, make that, I guess, final run for the, you know, close yeah. out the season. So I'm going in with the mindset. I'm prepared for him to sit. But you already know Seahawks are going to come in ready to go. Even, I know, even especially after three playing five, that bad, getting shut out. It's, it's a pride thing for, for yeah. us in this team. Yeah, so that's that's the dilemma, man. But uh, they do got a bye week coming up after this. But it makes sense to bring them back. Usually, most teams bring guys back after the bye just to give them more time. Um, if you think a long term playoff run, it makes sense. But you also got to win your division. You need this game. So, but I'm not playing no Colt McCoy. I'll tell you that. He got banged up too this week, but I wasn't going to talk about Coke because I don't think he's worth it. Let's talk about guys like Baker Mayfield, Matthew Matthew Judah, I hit him in the helmet and the knee. He already was having shoulder issues. So just watch out for that case. Keenum came in at quarterback. 
I don't know if Baker can keep on playing through injuries, so we'll see how that goes. Man, do you feel like they like riding out this Baker injury stuff for his poor performance in excuse? You know what I mean? It's just like uh, he got the. I mean, I get it. He had the arm thing, and then I just feel like they're just finding multiple ways to keep. I don't know if it's him because I think if it was them, I think they would just start trying to find a way how to just push him out so they can move on. I think their team is talented enough, and I don't think Baker is <laughs> is giving them adamant enough quarterback play. He hasn't even been extended, right? He's still on his nah, rookie contract, yet. right? So yep. that's interesting, man. Like you're not even here right now. Yeah. So contract extension talks and nope. I'm tired of these damn progressive commercials and him living in the stadium. Me too. I'm tired of seeing that shit. It's like they gave him. <laughs> Why is he on this pedestal? Key to the city, bro. Because he beat the Bengals' ass twice a year. Yeah. So then him, and then Aaron Jones going to be out a few weeks with a sprained MCL. So it's the AJ Dillon show going forward right now. Uh, we talked about CD Lamb on the redraft show. Like I said, I think he really was fooled more for the, the game was over. I don't yeah. know if it's. I think if he had to play this week, he's going to play. Um, Terry McLaurin, you seen him get hit in a uh, collarbone. Had a big ass play, got up flexing. He did. He looked okay to me after that. Catching he stayed traffic. in. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have to miss no time from there. I mean, I know that was on the back half of the game anyway, but he made a big boy play. Uh, more serious injury, man, Mister Robert Woods. Um, he's going to be out the rest of the season, torn ACL. Uh, I guess you know that's they slide in Odell Beckham ASAP, and uh, you know, get well soon, man. Speedy recovery for a guy that's just a hard worker, been in the NFL doing all the right things. Mr. Dallas Goddard being checked for concussion. He's in protocol right now. We'll see. He's probably going to be a game-time decision. Those are the injuries that we have from this week. All right, man. One of my favorite segments, man, Brody's of the Week. So this is where we're going to the B-Team Players of the Week. Special segment for me. Um, so I got a couple of guys, man. I like when AJ – or I say AJ. Avo. Avo. Oh, I've been drinking, though. I had, I had beer. one beer. I know. One beer shot. One beer. But look, man. Brody's of the week, man. What the hell did the damn banners? All right, here we go, man. Jamar Jefferson, man. So let's go to Detroit, man. I want to pull this up. Get that out the way. Get that up out of there. I hope the sound's off, bro. I really oh, man. <laughs> hey, well, mute your music so we can laugh at Vic. There we go. All right, so look, Jamar Jefferson, man. He had three carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. A guy who we actually streamed this week. Slippery, man. And believe it or not, it was raining. Can't really see the rain, but uh, rookie out of Oregon State. Give him his props because that's against Pittsburgh defense, too. Yeah. All right, man. So, uh, Brody, we go. Of course, of course, I got a second one, man. Who's the other Brody? I want to see you say his name, my G. Come on, my guy. You've been doing well, too, with the pronunciations of the name, too. So, all right, man. We're going to go back to Detroit, man. Other running back. Let's go. Stepping in for the end of Jamar Jefferson. Yeah. Godwin Egwubuki. I feel like we're going to claim it. We're going to claim it. Let's go. We're going to claim it, man. So, look, he had a big game as well, man. So, look, we're about to run the clip. I hope this one is muted. (laughs) Hey, mute your music real quick, Avo. I think it is. But I didn't even feel like typing in his name. I just left the file name. (laughs) That's how you know it's fucked up. Let's go. Damn. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to stop it. I got to put some respect on this man's name. There we go. Now we got that up. I didn't even make it a damn banner, bro. I'm all over the place. But it's all good, man. Let's check out what he did, man. Look, he had two carries, 56 yards, and a touchdown, man. So, look, he got slippery out there, bro. And, again, it's raining out there. That helped. But monster, monster run, man, by the running back stepping in. They they blew it, though, bro. So many opportunities to to win that game, bro. (laughs) Look at me still flashing Jamar Jefferson. Flag going to play on me, man. I got Jamar ticking across the bottom. Hey, man, it's all good, man. It's all good. Fire, man. So, look, off top, man, flag was going to go to Jamar Jefferson, but another running back stepped in, got a TD. Had to shout him out, man. So, big day for the Lions back to it. Against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a very good defense. So, they really did their thing. Yeah. All right. Um, We did the injuries. We We did did the Brodies of the Week. The flag of the play. We did what's the word. Let's do this. My name is Dynasty Bro Dot. You can follow me on Instagram at Dynasty Bro Dot and follow the main Instagram handle, Dynasty Bros FF. Avo, where yeah, can we follow yeah, you at, my yeah, DJ? Yeah, yeah, I go by the name of DJ Avo. You can make sure you follow me on Instagram at uh, Avo Love. And then you catch me on that on that Twitch on the Dynasty Bros page. I don't be on my page no more. I just be on the Bros page because that's what it is. That's what it's about. We the Bros, the Dynasty Bros. That is. Hey, yo, Vic. 
can we follow you at, bro? Chief Social FF, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening. Dinosaur Girls FF. Check out the Patreon. Get access to these rankings. And we got the Discord floating out there. Get this real-time fantasy advice. And uh, I'm excited, man. Dot, walk us down, man. What are we talking through today? All right, so look, we're going to talk about eight rookies. I picked four. He picked four. We haven't discussed them, so I have no clue how the hell he feel about them. We're going to talk about some price points about them, what we think they're doing so far in the season, where they're doing good, bad, whether we need to go buy them, sell them, maybe talk about some pricing for them. So that's what we're going to do right now. All right, bro. You want me to kick it off? Uh, Yeah, bro. You got it. All right, man, I'm starting with the QB position. Trevor Lawrence, man, you guys know this is a guy who I pounded the table for in the offseason. Right now, he's a QB 24, so, you know, give me that QB 2 type type production. Can be a little up and down, but I'm actually uh, liking his uh, playoff schedules coming up from, the, from a fantasy perspective. But at the end of the day, man, rookie season, man, so you got to be patient, man, with these quarterbacks. It's a lot to take in, going from college to the professionals. Um, so he has 1,900 passing yards, eight TDs, and nine nine interceptions. So, look, I'm not scared of the Trevor Lawrence situation. They do need a receiver, so I would like to see them draft a wide receiver early, get a playmaker in there. And, you know, you got Travis Etienne coming back next year. Bro, imagine a James Robinson and Travis Etienne who could play in the slot like Alvin Kamara, kind of like when Alvin played alongside um, – What's his name? I forgot his name. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. And he's back again, doing it again. So same situation, man. So they already got their running back sewed up. They get some more pass catchers and skilled players. They got Dan Arnold Dan who's flashing. Arnold's looking good. So I'm going to be patient, man. I still like Trevor Lawrence. Um, so, yeah, man, what are your thoughts on him? Is, is, he, is he a guy you're still checking for in Dynasty? Yeah, he's just the guy you got to be patient on. And to be honest, if he's one of those players that I can go buy right now, we still know his upside. I don't see what the difference between last year around his time and this year around his time. That's the guy that we – Best prospect we've seen in so many years. We knew it was going one on one. We knew it was going to be dealing with Urban Meyer. Knew it was going to be struggle. Everybody doesn't come in and be Andrew Luck their first year. You feel me? So yeah. it's going to take time. I think he's going to have to keep getting acclimated and work through that offense and work through his struggles. But he's going to be a good quarterback. You you can see the signs at certain parts of the game that shows those flashes of him. Being yeah, great. bro. That's why I'm excited, man. Like that's all you want to see in year one. Just, yeah. just show me the flashes. Show me the potential. I can live with the up and down. And if you telling me that Marvin Jones, Chanel, and I know Chark is hurt, but Chark are supposed to be the guys that make him look like an elite QB. Agnew right now. That's an issue. Yeah. And I, as much as I love Agnew and him being a part of that offense, he he's just a random piece. So when they finally get him some real pieces, you know, we'll see what he's doing at that point. All right, bro. Who you got for us? I'm actually going to talk the best, the not the best QB off talent, but the guy that's playing the best right now at all of them, in my opinion. He was the last out of the five that were taken early. Mr. Mac Jones, quarterback for the Patriots. He's currently QB 20. Not going to say that's nothing special, but when you think about a guy who – we didn't even think he was going to be projected to play until they released Cam Newton. And then it was like, we know they're going to bring him in slow. We know they spent a lot of money in the, in the offseason to get guys like to keep Jacoby Myers, to go get the Kendrick Bournes, Nelson Aguilar, two tight ends, and Hunter Henry and Janu. But when you think about those pieces, none of those shits are super spectacular. Those are just some guys to, to get you some good production, be able to maintain a decent offense. But that defense is balling, and that running game is strong, man. When Damian's playing, he's looking good. Where Madre's looking good. You, James White went out, and all they did was have Brandon Bolden out yeah. there still being their PPR back. So they're they're strong, man, and Belichick's a hell of a coach, man. And I love a guy that's able to be in there, and he's looking more confident the more and more they play him. They're giving him the trust. They gave him the keys this week. Sim went out there and balled against the Browns. I just think week by week he's getting more comfortable. He's making plays. He's making great passes. That's a guy I loved. I just tried to buy right now in one of our leagues. I just sent a trade out for him. Dude was like, I'm looking for a first for him. I'm like, damn, that seemed cheap. I sent that first and a little bit more because I'm like, that's cheap. I want to make sure I get him since he launched it out there. Everybody else sent it first. Hopefully I get him. He's a baller, super flex league. I can see him being a solid back in one, yeah. two for like 10 years plus. You see Belichick keeps his quarterbacks healthy. They're smart. They they have longevity, so I love them. I'll, I'll drop that money to give me a guy that I can run for 10, 15 years. I see him giving you top 15 on a consistent basis, you know, after his rookie year. Definitely yeah. has some, you know, top performances. Um, and like you said, he's taking the leaps week to week, playing more confident. I know earlier on we saw it looked like he was just touch passing and floating the ball. Now he's yeah. putting some zip on it. So that's a confidence thing. So his confidence continuing to grow. 
um, each week, and he don't even really have no weapons, bro. If we're being no, honest, he don't. Wait till they actually get some real skill players in there. So yeah. hopefully they address that with the draft. And you know they haven't had a, a real number one wide receiver in a while. Like he's throwing a Kendrick Bourne. And don't get me wrong, these guys are serviceable, but, but they're, still, they're not that household name. Serviceable. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So and I know he won't give you nothing on the ground, but he's going to be healthy. He's not going to do anything risky to hurt himself. So you love the upside of guys like Lamar and Kyler, but you see those guys starting getting banged up because they're taking those hits. The way they 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 scheme their quarterback, I don't think Mac Jones will ever. You didn't see Tom Brady really get hurt like that. I don't think Mac Jones is going to be a guy that's going to take a lot of injuries because their style of play. All right, I know we only talking about two QBs, but just real quick, you still like Justin Fields? Still like oh, Trey man, Lance? I love Justin Fields. I still feel like Nagy just threw him out there and he's winging it right now. The good play that you see from him is him winging it. They don't have an offense that's that's designed and schemed up for him. He's winging it. Everybody's like, he need to use his feet more. Yeah, he is, but they should actually run some design runs for him because he he has that kind of athleticism. And I can't wait until Shanahan releases uh, Trey, Trey Lance, Lance yeah. because whatever they're scheming up for him is going to be fire. You can see what they're doing right now with Garoppolo and that offense is clicking. Imagine when they add another dynamic piece that's like, you got to watch out for him because he does more than just throw the ball. I bet so, you we see more Trey Lance. Um, of course, we're in the second half of the season now, but as we get later, later in the season, going yeah. towards the playoffs, I bet we start seeing some packages. Kind of like how the Ravens phased in Lamar a little Facts. bit. So I'm pretty sure, you know, we'll start to see some. Zach Wilson's the only one I'm still nervous about. I forgot about we've Zach. Been, but we've been nervous about, about Zach Wilson. Wilson. I forgot about Zach Wilson. Yeah. But we've, and I told you, this was a trap game they were doing for Mike White. Yeah. That whoever, Whatever quarterback they had in there against Buffalo was going to get their ass whooped. Yeah, that's the top. I that's called like you before I, defense, I said, I think, bro, right? they're playing him. I think Zach Wilson's healthy enough to play. Yeah. They're playing Mike White so they can have an out to be like, nah, we need to just go back to Zach. Whoever, if Zach would have played this week, they would have been like, nigga, y'all need to play Mike White. Whoever went out there this week was going to get their ass whooped. Bro. Check this out, though. Can't hide for long because that's a division opponent. So they got him again in week 18. So we're going to see. So Zach should be ready then. Hey, he also got to see uh, Tampa Bay week 17 and Miami defense, man. They've been heating up they and also been. New Orleans. So, look, Zach Wilson going to have to show himself, you know, eventually. So, all right, man, um, let's get into these running backs. So let's keep it in New York. Michael Carter, man, that's the guy who I want to talk about. RB 17. So he's an RB2. He has RB1 upside. We saw him have a number one performance. Was that like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Bro, he's out. getting it done, bro. Like, he looks like the best running back on that team. Like, I know they try to work in Ty Johnson. and I don't know why. I don't know why either, man. But it should really be the Michael Carter show. I know he's 5'8", only 200 pounds. But, hey, he holds it down. He's not afraid. Again, we talked about it. He's not afraid to go between the tackles. He's slippery. Does it all, man. You can catch out of the backfield. So, I'm excited, man. And this is a guy who I traded for earlier on in the season. I actually traded um for michael carter i sent robert woods i sent i think um i forgot who else i gave up. oh i think i gave up uh jacoby myers so jacoby myers and robert woods and i landed michael carter and gabriel davis loving all the michael carter right now in dynasty bro so as you should bro he's my rb2 on my squad but has rb1 upside just love it man ppr monster bro perfect perfect back all right let's talk about a guy who is Technically, he's the 1B on his team. They're basically splitting touches 50-50. But for some reason, Melvin Gordon is the one getting the red zone stuff, man. And it sucks. It's unfortunate. But you look at Javonta Williams. He, The one thing I will say is I don't care if they have, you know, equal yards per carry. Like, I think Melvin Gordon had nine carries for 46 yards this past week. Javonta Williams had, like, eight carries for 48 yards. So, it's somewhere around the same ballpark. But if you watch the plays, bro, Javonta Williams just looked like the back that needs to play. He's so much more explosive. He's quicker. He burst off. As soon as he gets the damn ball, his burst when he gets it is just so much better than what Melvin can do right now. The year 28 for Melvin. Like I said, I didn't know Melvin was that old, but Melvin's not doing anything to lose him the job, so they're playing him. But Javonta looks like he deserves to be the starter. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be an injury thing. I know they have a bye coming up, so I don't know if they can move on move on to him after the bye. But Javonta Williams, I'm just waiting for his moment because they're they're running the ball good. They're scoring a lot out the backfield, and he just got to get more opportunities because right now they're doing everything 50-50 almost. But I love Javonta Williams running back 26 on the season, and that's just basically splitting touches 50-50 with somebody else. So 
love him. That's probably the, the you know, I don't know who's cheaper right now. I th- you know what? Michael Carter's probably cheaper than Javante Williams if you had to go buy. But I would still try to go get both of them. I think they both have RB1, you know, top 12, top 15 upside as soon as the season starts next year. Love both of them. Yeah. All right, man. It's going to teach wide receivers, man. You see, I got the shirt on, bro. I had to rep my guy, the Slim Reaper, man. So, Devonta Smith, let's go to Philadelphia, man. So, right now, he's currently the wide receiver 26. This is a guy who we saw, man, week one, hit the end zone off top, bro. So, we was excited. And then from there, a little bit of a slow start coming off that and saw some flashes here and there. But these past couple of weeks, bro, been balling, like balling against the Chargers, balling against Denver this past week. They're really looking for him in the red zone which is what we like to see. Um, we, we see them, you know, go downfield and run those over routes and those dig routes. So getting yardage in chunk, man. So I don't know what it is. I think it's that arm, that that mechanical arm thing he got going on with the arm brace. But, uh, bro, I feel like Devonta Smith, this is a guy I talked about a couple weeks ago. There's a good chance to buy low. Yeah, you're but, missing but, out on that. But I, but I think he's shown like, hey, this is the kind of guy who's going to be a guy that's going to get 20 – points plus you know 20 yeah. points a game and kind of reminds me of a, of a calvin really bro just a guy that can run routes to get open and be a stud in pp yeah bro so embarrassing cornerbacks for years exactly to come, calvin bro. jerry judy <laughs> like they're all you know same breed bama boys so yeah uh i'm gonna get into a guy that was taken high in the draft also mr elijah moore everybody was just nervous about the landing spot and it was a clutter you know they went and took some guys uh in the off season you know the Corey davis's the uh Damn, they went and got old boy from Jacksonville too. Can't yeah. think of his name yeah. right now. Keelan Cole. Cole. Yeah. yeah, so Same. you know, and they, and they still had Crowder. So then I had guys there, but my thing is, this is the guy that is the most explosive playmaker. I love Michael Carter, but this guy can take a lot of attention off of the backfield and the quarterback, man, because they can move him around, scheme him out the backfield. He can run the short intermediate game in the slot. He can do whatever because he's just a fucking athlete. And sometimes you need that on a team that's bad, that needs to create plays. And that's what he does. End up seeing the end zone again this week. It was late. I don't care how late it was. It was a great pass, pass and catch and run after the catch. He's out there just making plays. Every time they call his number, it looked like he's out there doing it. So I love a guy like him. I think he's still a buy low right now because everybody's down on the Jets, bro. Like, yeah, as a team in real life, they're getting their ass whooped. But if you pay attention, they have some slight production. You need to try to find it before it actually clicks and makes sense for them. Whether that be Zach Wilson finally getting it, whether that be Mike White really actually being a good quarterback. He just had a bad Buffalo game. But before it clicks, you need to go get these guys that are just ballers. Michael Carter, Elijah Moore. These are guys that are just pure, good NFL players with real good talent. So I love Elijah Moore. Still, you can buy low on him right now. Um, I would. I'm trying to right now. I agree. I like the call, man. Um, this offense looks like it's going to be the Elijah Moore, Michael Carter show. Facts. Corey Davis is taking a dip. I know he's been banged up. And even when he's out there, it's not really getting that type of production that you want. Um, so, yeah, I think Elijah Moore, there's a great opportunity there. Real quick, let's backtrack real quick. How do you feel about Trey Sermon, man? That shit, that shit went south real quick, bro. Uh, he went from being like, I think like the part of the Kyle Shanahan offense, all the hype. Yeah, so everybody's so hyped. So it's like, man, and especially when Travis went down, he was basically pretty much the locked in. It was either all right, everybody had Najee, then it was down near Javanta or Trey. It's like, who'd you like better once uh Travis Etienne went down? That shit smacked everybody in the face down there. You know what it feels like? It's a reminder, <laughs> just like last year. Clyde went to the Chiefs, forgot about Swift. Trust the just talent, trust bro. the talent, bro. I so. think we talked about Trey Sermon in the offseason. I was just like, he looks like a guy that I don't think is going to be a real NFL player. Like, he was real good in college, he looked like he had a moment. But then that's really about it. I think we both probably said that, bro. Fuck these systems, bro. Trust the talent, man. Like, everybody wants Swift all of a sudden again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, all right, man. Another guy before we get to the tight ends, um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Victim of his uh, QB play, if you ask me. Um, he's a good solid He's a good solid receiver, man. Yeah. Runs good routes, can get open. But golf can't sustain anybody not even tj hawkinson bro tj hawkinson just played Ofer. five <laughs> fucking quarters and had no catches crazy that, that's a problem with your quarter that is a problem so let's talk about a guy who i wish i would have played over uh tj hawkinson pat fryermuth man so tight end for the pittsburgh steelers stepped in for ebron bro like ebron's gonna be out there dropping passes and you know staying banged up facts pat fryermuth a solid guy he runs good routes 
He's a red zone threat. Um, so, of course, you know, Big Ben likes to throw the ball. And, look, Pat has four TDs on the season right now, and that's very promising for a uh, rookie tight end. So, tight end 16, um, that's very promising. So, I definitely expect to see him crack the top 12 going into the next season. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about Pat as a top seven play um, in the yeah. next year or two. Especially, so. He got that kind of potential, man. Uh, let's talk about a top six tight end. The craze going into the, the the season, and really, we only seen him really put it together one time, and he's still the tight end six, Mr. Cal Pitts. Still, only 21 year old Cal Pitts, six yeah. foot six, 250 pounds. Like, I don't know what it is, man. Matt Ryan looks horrible, the Atlanta Falcons look horrible. Yeah, I don't, you know, Calvin really. I thought, you know, once he took some time off and went out, I thought Cal Pitts is like Austin Cal Pitts show. It seems like every defense is basically trying to just scheme him out, bro. That's what it is. If all I had to worry about was Gage and Zacchaeus, I wouldn't care either. And I feel like that's the reason why. And I love Cordell. I feel like he's making the most of his opportunity. But you even got to think about him. I feel like he's taking advantage of the Cal Pitts being locked in. Because if you all you got to worry about is the Cal Pitts show, that's still opening up Cordero. I feel like that's who they're targeting. So, I love Cal Pitts. I still love his talent. I hope that Atlanta start using him to – what he can do, we seen what he can do. The one hand catches and stunting on cornerbacks. He's too big to be locked in. You need to scheme him open because he has that kind of talent. But I think it'll click eventually. You can't fucking ruin a talent that bad. So I say he's still tight in six. Now that's you know you don't really even expect that from rookie tight ends. So shout out to him. I think he'll end up as a top five tight end. But you know it's it's just hard, bro. Tight ends just it's been rough this season in general, man. Like. You know, the top one outside of Kelsey, even Waller, my guy, bro, taking a dip. Me. Kittle Look, finally Mark, took him forever. Kelsey and Mark Andrews, Andrews are the only one that are like consistently balling week in, week out. Facts. Besides that, you it don't matter who you throwing in, man. You just hoping they get a touchdown at this point. That's true. Um, I do want to say this Kyle Pitts, man, it's gonna have a tough week, but it's gonna be the Kyle Pitts show. But you know, Bill Belichick's gonna come in Thursday night and try to take him away. So there's no Ridley, there's no Cordell Patterson. Russell Gage disappearing act. I know they got Ty Sharp or Ty J. Ty Sharp. J Sharp. So we'll see, man. This is literally going to be the Kyle Pitts show, but I'm expecting Belichick to contain that, man. So it might be the Wayne Gallman show, bro. Like, fuck it. Because Dearness Johnson actually played good this week. Yeah. Even though they got their ass whooped, he still played good, looked good. So uh, we'll see. But Kyle Pitts is still the number one tight end in Dynasty for me, yeah. still. And uh, just. Being twenty, that, being twenty one, man, just waiting for it to click. And honestly, we we re we really are waiting for tight ends to click in their first year anyway. I just think we put too much pressure on seeing what he can do and want him to. Oh my gosh, he's going to have a top three finish. It's just he's not. He, he'll have some more blow up games. I'll probably get him to flirt with that. It just doesn't feel like he's blowing up right now. Yeah, and of course we know Najee's a stud, Jamar Chase is a stud, but we wanted to just float and talk some other guys. So. Appreciate all the perspective there, man. And uh, I believe you already mentioned it. You're trying to go get Elijah Moore everywhere. Um, if I could go get anybody right now everywhere, I'm trying to get Michael Carter, bro. Like, just his utilization. Like, yeah. having a Michael Carter as your RB2, but with RB1 upside, bro, that's perfect. That's what you want. Like, that's the guy that'll help win you a league, bro. So He's balling. Yeah, man. All right, man. Anything else you guys want to add before we get to the closing? Uh, Elijah Mitchell is... The truth, he the truth, bro. He yeah, looked he looked good. good running. He runs he hard. Good. Yeah, uh, I feel like they let him run the ball 15, 20 times, and it's like, all right, let's just slow him down. He could go out there, put up fifteen rushes for two hundred yards in the first two quarters, and then they'll just take it out of his hands. It's awkward, but who am I to question Shanahan? I ain't getting paid, to bro. Coach. Didn't they get him like in the sixth round or seventh round? Uh, seventh round, I think. I think uh, so. It was late, but. It goes a show, man. It might have been six. I think it's six. But still, a day three guy, like, do your homework. Like, Facts. you brought in Trey Sermon on day two. You got a guy in the sixth round who looks way better from what? I don't know what school. Louisiana Tech? Or I'll have to bet. It's that. the Raging Cajuns. I know that. So Yeah. But, yeah. Nah, him, it's not Louisiana. Him and. I think Louisiana Lafayette or some shit like that. Whoever the Raging Cajuns are. I just know the mascot, but uh, <laughs> my guy's committed. Yeah, All right, man, but yeah, but I mean, him and also Chuba Hubbard, that's probably who he's going to say, right? Uh, 
No, I, I missed out on Chuba though. I'm gonna say this. I know we talked about it. CMC is gonna run through his rookie contract. I gotta start paying attention to these GMs and these teams. Like they know shit that we don't know. Meaning, University clearly they, clearly they know um, CMC. I'm, I'm sure throughout the season there are times where he don't even practice, but they're not gonna put him yeah. an injury report. So they see this guy up close. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even just to manage his workload, even during a practice. The reason why I don't want to say you missed out on him is because the biggest thing we talked about is I don't like to project injury on nobody, and you've seen it this week, like. CMC, this is really like his second. This is really his first full game back. Last week, I don't count. He was split. His first full game back, bro, it was basically all him. And no touchdown. Still gave you 26. Yeah, but it was basically all him. And if he's if he doesn't get banged up, Chuba doesn't see the field. So I understand you take Chuba because for the chance of he's a backup and you see how they utilize their backups. But once McCaffrey's on the field, nobody sees no other run. It's just McCaffrey out there. Yeah. So I get it. I was actually gonna talk a guy that ain't been getting no like real production, but he's been getting run, man. I told you I wanted to speak about Terrence Marshall. Okay. That's a guy where I don't like the depth of this year's class. So if you got a second round pick that you can float out, especially if you're a, a league winning team, like so your second gonna be late, float it out. Go take the chance on a guy that talent wise, it's first round talent. He just went to a team where he ended up being the third guy. They paid Robbie, DJ Morris a stud. They have Christian. But it's an offense that I think can flourish. And shit, Teddy had three fucking thousand-yard receivers last year. And Teddy's not the greatest quarterback. Teddy had Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, and Robbie all with a thousand yards last year. And it's That's nowhere true. near that right now. So you're telling me if Robbie's not going to be the number two guy and it's going to be Terrace and DJ Moore with a real capable quarterback next year, I would take that because he's talented. He's big. He, I don't know. I just, I love, you know, give me the, what he's like, 6'3", ran a 4'3", yeah, almost. 200. Yeah, bro, give me that guy and give me that talent. So that's a guy that I'm going to go float this. For some reason, White Sam got him in every league. I can't even fucking steal him for a second nowhere. All right. One last guy I want to talk about, Reminder Stevenson, a guy we saw flash in the preseason for the New England Patriots. Facts. Man, you know, New England keeps damn near all their running backs involved and Damian Harris, bro, he stays banged up, man. Stays banged I mean, he up. He does look good when he's out there, but at the end of the day, hey, we all remember what uh, Garrett Blunt looked like in that offense. He kind of reminds me of that. Of course, you know, not as powerful, but, but he's more, he's more explosive yeah. than Garrett, though. Yeah. So and they throw him some passes, too. Garrett was like, his upside was limited because they was like, you just going to run. That's all they was doing. I think one year Garrett Blunt, Garrett Blunt had like 18 touchdowns, I think. Yeah, bro, he was balling, bro. <laughs> then he went to Detroit and. That, that shit didn't follow. the fuck off. They try to make him the lead back, too. Detroit, yeah. that's, that speaks volumes about Detroit, bro. Yeah, man. They tripping. All right, man. That's fire episode, man. Um, I'm excited, man. Hey, I know we're going into week 11. This is the week you want to make your push for the playoffs, so good luck. Hope, Hopefully, everybody continue to push. Don't give up. Um, I had a team that started off 0-3, and now I'm 7-3, second seed. So, just go to show. Um, sometimes, you just got to stick with it. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to convert over to the Say Something Good. Um, This is the closing. This is where all three of us come here and share our platform to do whatever we want to in this moment, whether you want to share a, a sad story, some some uplifting, uh, just some, some news that needs to be brought to the attention. That's what we're here for, man, and I really love this because it gives us a chance to just be upfront and honest with our, with our listeners, so uh, this is what we're going to do. I need Vic to come back into the screen. My guy was all the way off the screen. Share is hurting me, bro. I know, man. <laughs> me too, bro. We're going to have to upgrade, bro. Yeah, we're going to upgrade. Lie, I'm moving around. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving around. But uh, all right, let's hurry up and do this. Uh, I challenge everybody going into the end of the year to the given season to find somebody. I don't care if it's family, friends, coworker, somebody that's a genuinely kind-hearted person that that – you want to do something nice for. I ain't saying you got to go spend a whole bunch of money to do it. Just find somebody that's worthy that, you know, feel like they're appreciated, but I want to show them their my appreciation for them. Uh, love my uncle to death. I took my uncle to the wrestling match yesterday. One of the bit, my grandma and him watch wrestling. My grandma watches it. She passed. He still watches it. Birthday uh, was last month. Got him tickets and we took him to the wrestling match. And he loved it. Shout out to Devin. Devin got him a belt that he can wear. 
I got him a Brock Lesnar shirt. He said that was his favorite wrestler. And we got to go see wrestling. Well, we went to the wrestling match yesterday, and my uncle really appreciates the gesture of going to the wrestling match. So do something genuinely nice for somebody. It don't got to be a family member. It don't necessarily got to be a friend. Just anybody that you know. Work hard, genuine, does everything by the book. Show your appreciation to that person in this time of giving, man. That's what I want to challenge everybody to do. That's fire, bro. I like that. Shout out like to you. That. Shout out to Unc. Yeah. Go ahead, so, DJ Avo. Uh, hey, man. Uh, hey, having two kids ain't easy. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's really all I want to say is like, hey, man, I'm tired. I know my wife is tired. It's not easy, but it is a lot of fun watching these kids grow. But at the same time, man, we, we are both tired. I know that there's plenty of people with way more kids and all yeah. that. But you're yo, it's it's wild out here, man. It's you're wild. the song you playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you speaking this? You just need sometimes you need somebody to lean on, which is really what Look, I was gonna speak about. Like, yeah. You gotta sometimes it's okay to take a break. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I heard this nigga say it's hard to raise two kids. Then I heard call on me, brother. <laughs> when you need a hand, I said, "Hey, well, think he's slick. He trying to give me a Victor babysitter. Yeah, I need some babysitters <laughs> now." <laughs> I'll just play with no, you. No, I'm bro. good. But that's it, man. Just, just, just make sure you take your breaks when you can. Uh, that mental time, that that little moment to yourself is okay if you can get it. I respect everybody that can. I know it's not possible, but if you can find it, man, take that for yourself. Take you a nap. Any of those things, man. That's what. That's what I. That's my say. Something good to the people. Hey, I hope you and the wife you can find times and moments to rest, man. So, <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, my say something good is going to be shout out to all the veterans who celebrated Veterans Day. This past week, um, this is the salute to service month with November, uh, at least within the NFL. So I just want to acknowledge that. Thank you for your service. Uh, we got Thanksgiving coming up. I'm looking forward to that, man. Looking forward to spending time with the family. I thought you was going to say spending money. <laughs> got, got, the, got the big crib. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, my first Thanksgiving in a new spot. Yeah, uh, that's Family hard. coming over. Um, I know I've been talking about, you know, family and communications key, man. Things got turned around, man. I've been praying on some things and building strong relationships with certain family members so looking forward to thanksgiving man just keep that pushing man so that's that man he keep why well, i keep doing that i don't man. know man hey, man vic know why i'm doing it look if you i be, know, I be, you I be know. catering i be i be you know catering out thanksgiving man yeah vic, vic balling vic, i thought country kitchen went out of business because they too expensive my guy came over and said yeah bro i'm outsourcing <laughs> i call country kitchen to get the thanksgiving food i said damn bro hey and then on the back end said, and I think I'm going to get some fried chicken from the Eagle. I said, damn, bro. People going to want leftovers, man. So I feel like I want leftovers. They're going to want leftovers. I feel like I need to pull up and get a plate, bro. Pull up, bro. bro. Pull up. Watch football. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that, my G. I'm not too excited about these Thanksgiving these games, games, though. But it's all good. So that's that, man. Um, make time. Hopefully, everybody can spend time with their families and friends. And I know Thanksgiving, holiday season in general can be hard and tough, but praying for you hope you find peace during this time and able to relax and get some rest and charge the battery and yeah man that's that man so big facts all right with that being said yeah Avo, you mind walking us out brother yeah as always it's the homies just know we ain't never done nothing average in my life so we're gonna keep stepping up we're gonna keep moving up make sure y'all back here next week the tuesday after that and the tuesday after that because we gonna be here you better be here too let's go we the bros dynasty bros that is Yay!